Welcome to Harvest Valley Worship Center's Sermon of the Week. You can discover more about our church, pastors, and special guests at hvwc.com. We hope that you are blessed by today's message. Sweet. With that, uh, we're going to invite Elizabeth back up. Elizabeth, come on up. Give her a big hand, will you? <laughs> you guys didn't tell me you were going to get me whacked before I had to talk. <laughs> yeah, Holy Spirit. Yeah! Oh. Yeah, we want them here. You know, I, I had um, one of the little ones come up to me last night, and she sat with me, and she just started to cry, and she said, I feel God. I feel God. I feel God. I feel God. I know he's called me. So they're in here. Because <laughs> we want some more of that, right? Yeah, just um, put out your hands and just kind of get in receive mode. Oh, thank you, God. God, we yield. We yield. We yield our spirits. We yield our lives. We yield everything in our possession. We love you, God. We honor you, God. We honor you, God. You are everything. We can do nothing without you. We can do nothing without you. Thank you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your son, God. Thank you for sacrificing for us. God, thank you for all of the miracles you've already poured out and all of what's to come. All of what's to come. Yeah. Yeah. God, we love you. We give you permission. Just loosen up your shoulders. Just... Just shake out anything that's causing you to feel uptight. <laughs> you have permission to feel the presence of God this morning. You have permission to be moved by his spirit. You have permission to cry. You have permission to laugh. You have permission to move in freedom. You have permission to let him do whatever he wants to do to you. There are no limits this morning. There is no lid this morning. He has full reign. Full reign. Just say that. I give you full reign. Again, like you mean it. I give you full reign. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and just say this with me real quick. Holy Spirit, if I've ever been embarrassed of you, I repent of that. Do whatever you want with me. Yeah. Oh. Woo, that was dangerous. <laughs> you know, we are called to pray dangerous prayers. Yeah. Yeah, you're called to step into regions that have never been touched by the gospel. You know, Tanzania, never going to be the same. Jennifer literally sold her house and has given away all her belongings so that she can go to Tanzania and serve God at an orphanage. You can cheer for that. That's Jesus. Yeah. Her friends are like, are you crazy? <laughs> and she's like, for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Holy Spirit, I thank you. 
Oh, I thank you. I thank you for everything you're going to do this morning. I thank you in advance. I thank you for the two people you've already healed this morning, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. You know, last night, we, we did some text healing. Do you guys remember that? How many of you were here last night? Okay, so some of you guys remember this. <laughs> Jennifer texted a friend who had two tumors in her breast, and they both shrunk over text. You can cheer. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. I um, are, are those pictures good to go for the... Okay, perfect. Can I get the first picture up? Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story. Whew. It's weird how when you look at a picture, it can bring back everything, you know? That's Kimmy. She's my spiritual daughter, one of many amazing ones that I have. And she has a heart for young people that have been hurt, abused, abandoned. And so she was working at a center uh, that specifically worked with young men that had been tremendously abused, um, like kind of like a group home setting. And one night when she was leaving, one of the young boys hid behind a dumpster and he filled a pillowcase full of rocks and he waited for her until she was getting ready to leave. And he jumped out, and before she had a chance to run, he beat her repeatedly over the head with this pillowcase, loaded with rocks. Beat her so severely, he broke bones in her face, he smashed in part of her head, her whole head had to be shaved completely when she got to the hospital. He raped her and he left her for dead, okay? And I remember walking into the hospital, and that actually is not the worst picture. That's just the one that I felt like was okay to show you guys, right? When we walked in, it was, you were, you were just wondering if she was going to make it. It was that severe. There was so much damage physically, and you, as you can imagine, emotionally, she was left in the cold overnight and found in the morning. It's a miracle she was alive. Absolute miracle she was alive. And I remember when we got to the hospital and we're looking at her and she's not, fun like she's not functioning. She's on tubes. Everything's connected. The doctor walks in and he says, hey, um, I just need you guys to know the facts. And the facts are her brain is so severely damaged. She is never going to walk again. She's never going to talk again. She's probably never going to sing again. She's going to be a vegetable because that's all that, that is left of her brain. There's not enough to make it function the way that it needs to function. And as he was saying this, like simultaneously, have you ever been listening to someone but you have like a movie playing in your head yeah. at the same time? For all you prophetic people, raise your hand. Yeah, it's, it happens, right? Like you'll, someone's talking to you and you're like, oh, I'm not receiving that. And you're just like, nope, I don't think so. And in, my, in the movie in my mind, I saw her with me overseas in this beautiful location and she was sharing her testimony on a mic. And she was laughing and joking and her hair was long again and she was, she was happy. And so he left the room and I turned to her parents and I said, we cancel all of that. 
And I said, I just saw a vision. I saw her overseas with me. She's going to walk again. She's going to talk again. She's going to function well. She's going to put it on an album. She's going to do everything that she's called to do. And they were like, that's what we felt. They're like, that's so good that you're saying that. That We felt that too. And whew, 10, that's 10 days difference, you guys. Those two pictures of her brain, 10 days. That's 10 days of prayer. That is impossible. That is impossible. You can ask any doctor. We talk to a lot of them. That is impossible. But God. But God, right? Jennifer and Don got to meet her in Greece. They got to talk with her and chat with her. They got to, she had a stack of cards of her album that she's put out. And she was handing it out to people and she was saying, I'm a walking miracle. And she shared her testimony on the last day of the trip in an impromptu open air setting. <laughs> I'll tell you guys the story of that a little bit later. But I wanted, I wanted to put this up because I felt there, there's a part of the story that's even crazier than the miracle, if you can believe it. And the part that's really crazy, you guys, is that not only did she forgive the young man who did this to her, but they had a court hearing and there's a moment when the family can actually do what's called a victim statement, right? And when you do a victim statement, oftentimes it's kind of like when the, the family and the victims of the, of the crime can unleash on the person. They can cry, they can yell, they can kind of say whatever they want, really. I mean, it's, and it can be pretty intense. Sometimes it can be a little vicious just because there's so much stored up emotion. And... Kimmy's dad, he looks at this young man, he's 17, who never had a dad, never had a mom, never had a consistent family of any kind, and he, Kimmy was adopted, okay, so, so this is his adopted daughter, and he turned and he looked at this young man, and instead of unleashing on him, he said, if I could have adopted you, I would have loved you, and I would have cared for you, and I would have been there for you, and none of this would have been formed in you, because that's not who you really are. And this 17-year-old kid who almost murdered and severely raped his daughter began to break, began to weep in the courtroom, began, and they, which even the judge was like, what is going on? This is so crazy. Like, even most of the time when there's a crime that, that's this severe, they do not break like that. They, they usually have this hardened, like, nothing's coming through kind of deal. And he just began to weep and cry. And not only that, but Kimmy forgave him. And you know what she told me when we were on the grace trip? She said, Elizabeth, do you think one day I could visit him in, in, in prison? And I was like, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but that, that, is, that is a supernatural forgiveness. Beaten almost to death, left for dead, in the cold. They found her completely naked without any, I know this is an intense story, and, and I, but I want you guys to catch 
the forgiveness. The forgiveness. If Kimmy and her dad could forgive this young man, what is stopping us? What is stopping us? What, is, what, is, what has happened to us that we can't forgive? Jesus literally gave him the grace. He was not, he, by his own accounts, he was not the most forgiving man ever. But there was something that shifted in his heart, and he began to pray for this young man, and he was like, God, I need your grace because I want to kill him. Which is, that, that's, that's the honest response of like, how you would feel when someone almost destroys your, your daughter, right? But there was this moment where he just said, nope, I'm not, I'm not doing what the enemy wants. I'm not feeding that. And the reality is unforgiveness actually destroys your body personally. It, it actually affects your bones. It affects your joints. It, it affects everything in you. And, and there is power. There is supernatural power when we choose to forgive. And I, I really felt like the Lord was going to do a work today. And we've seen tons of miracles already, and we're going to see more today. But I know that one of the miracles that God's going to release is supernatural forgiveness. Because it is, it's, it's evidence that God has been there. Like, when I tell you that, you go, okay, that man has spent time with God, right? Because apart from God, you couldn't do that. You couldn't release that kind of grace to someone, right? To be able to look at him and go, if I could have loved you, this would not have happened. That's, that's mind-boggling. And I feel, like, I feel like God was highlighting that to me this morning because I feel like there's people in the room and that you've been hurt. You've been really damaged by someone in your life. And they might not have physically left you for dead, but you feel like they left you for dead emotionally. And the only way that we're going to step into the calling of God that you have, the only way to actually access the power of God that we want to access is to walk in truth and, un and letting go 100% of unforgiveness. And as we release those things, it's, you know, forgiveness is actually not a feeling. It's not. Do you think he felt like saying that to that young boy? Absolutely not. It is a choice. Forgiveness is a choice. You, may, you, you declare out loud. You release the forgiveness. Your emotions eventually will line up. It might take layers. It might take time. It's okay if it takes time. You can say it out of your mouth, and if your heart doesn't feel it yet, that's actually okay. You just keep saying it and keep declaring it, and you keep releasing it. And what happens is over time, your emotions begin to line up with truth. They begin to align with truth, right? And so real quick, I just want every eye closed because I felt like I was supposed to specifically go after this. And I just want you to just say this. Holy Spirit, is there anyone who's harmed me? that I need to release and forgive. Yeah! Ow!
And when, when that name comes to your mind with your eyes closed, I just want you to put your hand up. Give him grace, God. Give him grace. Give him grace to release. If your hand's up, I just want you to stand to your feet. I'm going to pray for you. Thank you, God. Put your hand over your heart. And just say this with me. Holy Spirit, I release that person or people completely from my judgment. Yeah! Oh! Whoa! Yeah! Oh! Holy Spirit, fill me with grace, with love, and with a heart that is soft towards this person. Yeah! Oh! Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I feel like there's someone who's sitting who you knew you were supposed to stand. I just want to give you a second to just respond to the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And just say this, Holy Spirit, I don't want any bitterness to affect my body anymore. Yeah! Oh! Thank you. Thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, give me more grace that I can release grace everywhere you want me to. Yeah! Oh! Whoa. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I feel like someone accidentally got healed. Yeah, I can feel it. I want you guys that are standing, I just want you to check out your bodies. If you came in with pain, check out your body. I, I feel like someone got, like, accidentally healed. Yeah, check your ears, check your back, check your knees. Whoa. Yeah! Oh. Wow. Yeah, and if you accidentally got healed, just put your hand up high. Right here? Yeah? What happened? You're back. Come on. Come on, Jesus. That's so good. What, what number was your pain at before? Amazing. What's it at right now? Come on. Come on. Oh, wow. Someone, someone else is getting it, too. Whoa. Oh, I could feel it. Woo. Check out your bodies. Just move them. Move them around. Test them out. Someone else got something. It feels like it's in the lower half of your body. Thank you, God. Your knee? Come on! <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yes! Come on! Okay, I want, I want you and you to come up here with me real quick. Amazing. Come on, come on, get up here. Amazing. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. This right here is what we're talking about. 
literally, physically. We didn't even pray, you guys. We didn't even ask the Lord to heal them. He literally, it was literally like, I forgive, and it just snuck out of their body. That is the power of God. Now, here's what I'm not saying. Don't hear this, okay? I'm not saying that uh, unforgiveness is always the root of pain. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying that you, you're bad because of this or something like that. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that it's impossible to obey God and not have fruit come from it. Come on, amen. There's a physical manifestation of fruit that takes place when you forgive. She forgave, I don't even need to know who. You forgave someone from your past, your knee got healed. You forgave someone from your past, your back got healed. Just like that. Great job, guys. You can, you can go grab a seat. That is, that's Jesus. It's that easy. And the crazy part is, there's, there's all sorts of keys in the Bible, scripturally, that show us exactly what we need to do. But a lot of times, we just avoid those scriptures. Because <laughs> we're like, oh, that scripture makes me uncomfortable. I'm not going to read that one. Those are the ones you need to read, right? <laughs> We've all been there, right? We've all seen something and been like, oh, I'm going to just skip to the next passage, right? <laughs> but, right, oh, yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> like, oh, this is for so-and-so. I'll send it to them. <laughs> like, cut. That's, that's not the best plan either, <laughs> right? But, but I, wanted, I wanted to highlight that because I feel like there's, you know, you know that stress, stress actually releases chemicals in your body that make you sick. When God says, hey, spend time with me every day, it's for multiple reasons. And one of those reasons is he knows that he will bring you joy and he is a natural stress reliever. How many of you have experienced the funny side of God? Right? You're driving down the street, he cracks a joke, you're like, I didn't even think you would say that, <laughs> right? He's hilarious. He's fun. He's wild. He's unpredictable. You'll be driving down the street, and he'll be like, pull over. You're like, I'm, I need to go somewhere. <laughs> I know you need to go somewhere. Pull over. <laughs> but, but I, okay, <laughs> you pull over. The person, I literally, the other day I was, I was driving in Austin. I saw this construction worker right across the street. He said, pull over. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm like meeting someone for lunch. So I text him. I'm like, I'm going to be three minutes late because <laughs> I'm like, I know how this goes. It's going to take at least a couple minutes. So I walk across the street and uh, the construction worker is like eating a sandwich and he's like, can I help you? <laughs> and I said, actually, can I help you? And he goes, what? <laughs> and he goes, uh, with what? And I was like, you're back? And he goes, I was like, the right side? And he goes, and then I go, the lower part? He goes, stop. <laughs> He's like, who sent you? <laughs> and I said, actually, someone did send me. He's like, is it my cousin? <laughs> it's like, no, Jesus, Jesus asked me to come talk to you. He's like, oh, was it my cousin? <laughs> no, not your cousin. <laughs> Prayed for his back. He feels heat move up his back. He goes, I don't even live here. 
He's like, I'm just here for a job. He's like, what possessed you to, to talk to me? It's like, Jesus. He's like, Jesus can possess people? It's not just Satan. Jesus actually was the one to create possessing people first. What possessed you to do this? And he gives me his Instagram. He's like, can we stay in touch? Can I ask you God questions? I was like, totally. So I'm head on my way. When, when our conscience is clear, you know, it's hard to hear the Lord when your conscience isn't clear. If you have a list of people that have wronged you that you're just constantly like, like storing up all this anger, it's very difficult to hear him for the daily things because it's like clutter. It's kind of like walking into a bedroom and there's clutter everywhere. Like the stuff could be right in front of you and you're like, I have no idea where it is. My keys are somewhere in that mess. We've all been there, right? The clutter, it's the clutter. It's the clutter of the mind, the, the unforgiveness, the stress, the, the people that are taking up space, that are living rent-free in your head. They're not thinking about you. They're not. They're off living their lives, having a good time. Meanwhile, you're, they're living in your head, and you're like, I'm not going to get them back. When you know. like, it doesn't work that way. Like it, if, if we let them have space in our mind, we will not hear the voice of God as clearly. And so many people... If I had like a dollar for every time someone said, how do I hear the voice of God? It's actually more, I believe, it's more about getting rid of the clutter than it is about actually, it, because if you move all the clutter, like if you have a clean room, it's how easy is it to find that item you're looking for? You walk straight to it, you grab it, you're done. But if there's 50 things misplaced, right? kind of like our hearts. If there's 50 things misplaced in there, are we going to hear him when he says stop for the construction worker? Probably not. Why? Because we're distracted with other things. We're weighed down with other things. We're limited by other things. You can throw the next picture up. Okay, so the picture on the left is scars from cutting. The picture on the right is after prayer. Now, this this particular miracle has happened quite a few times, like just in healing meetings and stuff. Um, but there was one time I was in Australia. This is not the Australian girl. This is a girl from the U.S. But I wanted to share the story from the girl from Australia because it was crazy. So this girl is in the back of the room. She's very annoyed with me, I can tell. She's like giving me the death stare, you know, from the back. And uh, she doesn't understand that I'm not bothered by that. Like, I used to be the person giving the death stare, so I, I'm okay. You can give the death stare all you want. So she's just kind of like, and I can tell she's visibly annoyed that I'm still talking. <laughs> and, um, and I can feel, like, when she's an atheist, too, she wants me to stop talking, and she thinks all the healings are fake. She's, like, convinced herself of that, right? So I'm just, I'm scanning her while I'm preaching, but I'm like, I wonder what you're going to do, Laura. That's going to be fun. So more miracles are happening. I kind of purposefully picked a few people near her to get healed so that she'd have to watch them, <laughs> which annoyed her even more. So then at a certain point in the service, she looks down at her arms and she freaks out. And she's like, oh, my gosh. And I can tell. I'm like, oh, he just, I think he just healed her of something. So she comes up to me at the very end of the, of the service, and she says, so 
have a confession. I was like, okay, yeah, what's up? She says, I kind of hated you. <laughs> I was like, that's okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't need you to love me. It's all right. Jesus already did. <laughs> and she goes, well, I kind of hated you, and I, I felt like everything you were doing was fake. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's keep talking through that. And she's like, but then something weird happened. And I was like, yeah, what happened? And she says, fire. Like, it felt like fire touched my arms. And she's like, I looked down, and all my scars from cutting disappeared. She's like, so I'm thinking this is real. <laughs> so she said, can we take a picture together? And I said, yeah, of course. And she said, can I post it on my Instagram? I said, sure, if you want to. And she goes, cool. She's like, also, um, I think I want to do the thing. And I was like, oh, what thing? And she goes, you know, like the giving your heart thing. And I was like, you want to give your heart to Jesus? And she goes, well, I probably should. He fixed my arms. <laughs> I was like, okay, we could do that. So we prayed together. We took a picture together, posted it to my Instagram too, because I wanted her to know I was proud of her. And I wasn't hiding her from the world because she felt like she was hidden from the world by a lot of her family and friends and that kind of thing. So it was something her heart needed. The demonic is constantly trying to convince you that God's power isn't real. And even in these kinds of settings, people are doubting. And that's okay. It's okay to be honest. Like, I'm doubting it. I'm, I'm not sure. How, like, how do I know it's real? It's, it's okay to ask him to demonstrate it to you. She wasn't even asking and this isn't even her arm. This is another girl's arm that was at another, it was a state in the U.S. I wish I would have gotten a picture of hers, but I didn't have a before for her. So, you know, she didn't think she was going to get healed, so she didn't take a before picture. <laughs> but God, God wants, he wants you to know that you can go there with him. You can say, demonstrate your power to me. You can say, demonstrate your love to me. You can test him with your finances. It's one of my favorite things to do, you guys. You can be like, because he says to test, he says not to test him in other areas, but with finances, he's very fun with it. He's like, yes, you can, you can test me with that. And <clears throat> something really interesting happened to me not that long ago. And um, so I have my tithe set up on like uh, automatic, right, at my church. And so, um, and then my car had broken down, and it was like a $5,000 fix. And so that's like the preface, right? So then a, a prophet friend of mine, so I have a lot of friends that are in ministry, just because we all kind of were part of the same catalytic group. And he, he messages me. He's like, hey, can you talk? I was like, yeah, totally. So he calls me up, and he's like, hey, so something's blocking your tithe. And I was like, but I'm like, okay, in my head I'm thinking, this, this friend of mine is very prophetically accurate, but I'm like, nothing's blocking my tithe. Like, my tithe is coming out regularly. So I was like, I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And he's like, what do you mean it's weird? I was like, well, I have it set up on automatic, so that's just, it's kind of odd. And he's like, yeah. He's like, and I feel like there's like a blessing God's trying to release to you, and the, but you haven't rebuked the devourer with your tithe. And I was like, but I am, in my head, I'm thinking, I didn't say this to him, but I was just like, but I am tithing. Like, what do you mean that I'm not, there's a block? 
what are you talking about? <laughs> and so I just, but I trust him, right? Like when you trust someone, you actually take it to the Lord because you're like, I trust this person more than I trust myself. So I'm going to just see what they're checking. So, so the next time I was at church, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just log in and I'm just going to take a look and I'm just going to see the record. And I just want to check it out because he's saying this situation's happening. So I log in and the past three months, my tithe did not come out, even though I had set it up on automatic. The, the three months before that, it had come out. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. And I don't even think I've told you guys this story. So um, I was like, so I text my friend. I was like, oh my gosh, you're such a prophet. I was like, I, I was like, my tithe was blocked. I don't know what blocked it, but something happened and it wasn't coming out. And he's like, okay, cool. He's like, you made it right, right? And I was like, yeah, well, I put in like, I think I put in like one and a half immediately because I had that. And then I was like, did an IOU to the Lord. Like, okay, I need to give you that one and a half other parts that I owe you like next week when I get paid or whatever. So did that. And then the next week put in the money that I owed the Lord. <laughs> Sounds so funny, but I owed the Lord a little bit. So I, I put in the money. And then the next week after that, I'm with a friend. We're hanging out. She's like, hey, do you want to ride to your house? I was like, that would be great. Then I don't have to find someone else to give me a ride to the house because I'd been without a car. So as we're driving, she goes, hey, so I had something to tell you. And I was like, oh, yeah, what's up? She's like, the Lord told, you, told me to give you my car. I was like, what? <laughs> we're in her car right then, right? And I was like, do you mean this car? Because I'm thinking maybe she has, like, a hoopty somewhere else that, like, she's going to give me. Like, that's just what I thought, honestly. And she's like, I was like, this car? And she goes, yeah. I was like, your Mercedes? You're going to give me your Mercedes? I was like, what are you going to drive? She's like, I don't know yet. And all of a sudden, I remembered Chris's word that he gave me, Right? Something's blocking your tithe. You need to rebuke the devourer that's eating at your finances. And, and it's going to release something. I had just put in what I had, like, owed the Lord or whatever. It's all his. It's kind of funny to say I owed the Lord. Like, it, it's like, it's 100% of my money's his, right? But the 10% <laughs> that I, you know, needed to get to him. So I would just gotten that in. And then literally she gives me a Mercedes. I mean, these guys know I'm not making this up. Like, this happened, Right? And it's not like she's like this millionaire that has like five cars. Like she was giving me her vehicle because the Lord told her to and she wanted to be obedient. I was so shocked. I even was like, hey, we don't have to tell everyone about this. Like you can think on it. Like if you change your mind, it's totally okay. Like I won't force you to hold, like to keep to your word. And she's like, Elizabeth, she's like, I want to obey. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. you do? And she's like, yeah. She's like, and I love you. And I was like, that's amazing. I was like, this is so sweet. And it was like, but I wasn't even planning on sharing that this morning, but I feel like there's something on it for someone. Like, I feel like there's something about it that like, I, okay, so I wasn't willingly withholding, right? It was still affecting me, right? I mean, Desi knows she drove me around the whole time that I was without a car, <laughs> right? Yeah. Aww. The best. Um, but I, the reality is I didn't even know that I, I wasn't trying to withhold, but there's spiritual laws 
And if you want to rebuke the devourer, like, you just, you just got to do the, like, do the things, like, do the right thing and do the obedient thing. And, and I didn't even know that it was being withheld, but because it was being withheld, a blessing that God was trying to release. Now, the crazy part is when I talked to her more, I found out that she had actually been told by God, like, months before. But the moment of obedience for her was the day that I actually paid what I owed. That's the day she decided. She's like, I got to do it. I got to do it. Got to obey the Lord. It's crazy, right? Like, I, I rarely share this story, but I don't know. For some reason, I feel like there's someone in here, and I'm not going to call you out, so don't stress out. But I feel like there's someone in here that, that like, the, the enemy, like, you need to rebuke the devourer. And it might even be an accidental thing. It might even not, not be intentional, but I feel like God is going to release, unleash blessing. Yeah. And I was, I was thinking about, there was this time I was in Costa Rica, and we, we had done this offering. And uh, when I take missions teams to uh, other countries, like especially for Bethel, we don't make anything on those intentionally, right? Because it's a missions trip. So we take 25 students. We go there. We're serving um, the, the church will cover our flights and stuff, but we don't, we don't make any money on it, right? Which is great. It's awesome. It's the way it should be with missions and stuff. So we were doing an offering uh, one of the nights, and the offering was more to go, like, you know, towards whatever it was that was needed, um, not necessarily to pay us or anything. But I heard the Lord say, I want you to have them throw their money on the floor. And I was like, that's a little weird. <laughs> And I was like, why do you want that? Why, why, why is there money going on the floor, Lord? Please clue me in a little bit. Like, it helps me just to know why. And he said, because I want them to see that money is to serve them. It's not to be over them. It's not to be their master. And I was like, ooh, I was like, that's good. I like that. Okay, I could do that. You know, and I'm not a big, I'm not like a money preacher. So, like, I was like, I was very nervous to do the whole throw your money on the floor and stomp on it, dance on it, whatever. Um, but, I, but the Lord was telling me to do it, so I did it. So we, we threw all the money on the floor, and people got free. Like, they were, like, dancing and laughing. They were getting drunk in the spirit. All this crazy stuff's happening. And then we, like, pick it all up, put in the in the offering thing. And then the guy that I had on the team that was doing the admin, he counted up the money that night. And then, um, like, two days later, he comes up to me, and he's like, hey, Elizabeth, there's a problem. And I was like, what do you mean there's a problem? And he's like, there's a, there's a financial problem. I was like, what's the problem? And he's like, well, there's $1,000 too much in the offering. And I was like, this is an interesting problem. <laughs> he goes, yeah. He's like, you know me. I'm meticulous. I count very carefully, right? And I said, yes, I, I know that. And he said, he said, well, there's an extra 1000 in the offering. He's like, I counted it the day after, and then I counted it again, and there's an extra $1,000. He's like, what do we do with it? He's like, I don't know what to do. Like, like, what do we do with it? And so, so I called the home base at Bethel, and I was like, I was like talking to the missions director that's over all of the trips, and I was like, <clears throat> we have an interesting situation. Uh, we had some money multiply. We have a thousand dollars too much. Um, obviously, we don't make money on these trips. So, like, what do I do with the money? Like, I want to do be a good steward of like what God's wanting to do with it. And she's like, Ask the Lord. I trust you. Bye. And I was like. <laughs> 
I was like, that's it? That's all you got for me? <laughs> Ask the Lord, I trust you, bye? <laughs> I was like, I, in my head, I was thinking, you must really trust me because like, like it's just literally extra right now. So I, I did. I went and I prayed and I asked the Lord, like, what do you want me to do with this extra money? And he said, the couple, the couple that we were, was hosting us, they had never been on a vacation together. That's what the Lord said. He said they've been married for 25 years. They've never been on a vacation together. 25 years. And they live in Costa Rica. Like there's like resorts everywhere. They've never done it. And so the Lord said, I want you to take that thousand and I want you to use a good sized chunk of it to buy them a package for their marriage, like just to bless them. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this idea. This is great. And then he said, the other 300, um, they're going to be short for one of the other teams. So give it to the missions director so that they can even it out. And I was like, okay. So we get the resort package. We, you know, at the end of the trip, we like bring up the pastors. We bless them. We tell them that they're going to go on this resort thing together and that it's on us. And they're like crying and everyone, and they're like, I mean, literally like shaking, like so impacted. They've never done this, just them. They needed that. Isn't it funny that it's like one, one prophetic act, putting the money on the floor, dancing on it, taking authority over it, going, hey, you're not my, ser- you're not my servant, or I'm, you're going to serve me, I'm not going to serve you, right? So the spirit of mammon, like to have it not be controlling you. It's like demolished that. Then the money multiplies then I have to, like, figure out what to do with it. Then the Lord says, do this and then do this. I go back to the missions director, and I'm like, hey, there's 300 left. Um, do you need that for another team that's, that went over budget? And she said, oh, my gosh, yes. She's like, the South Africa team went over, it's like, 300. And I was like, perfect. That's exactly what we have. I sent it. Done. God, it's not about the money. It's just about the heart. But there are spiritual laws taking place all the time. And there's a spiritual release that comes when you do a prophetic act. That's why so many people, as we've been doing like healings and stuff, will do a prophetic act. We'll laugh over them. We'll roar over them. We'll clap over them. We'll do the hokey pokey. I know. If if that sounds crazy to you, listen. It's to be childlike. It's not because there's anything powerful in the hokey pokey. (laughs) right? It's because God said, I want you to be childlike. I want you to have fun. I want you to enjoy the miraculous. And so my encouragement to everyone last night was, let's, let's have fun with this. And then they did that, and then it worked. Shocking. <laughs> like the way that's how, that's how Jesus is. You can throw up the next picture. So this was in a coffee shop. He said this verse in the Bible, I remember it. Um, so this guy, I don't remember his name, he is a Christian though. Um, he went to someone's house to help the person's child um, for a few days, and then the child laid on the ground dead. And the mom was so mad, so he came again and he got, the kid was a boy by the way, he got healed. He, like, got raised from the dead? Amazing! That's awesome. Can you give it up for Jesus? 
That's so good. Thank you for sharing that, baby. Um, so this, this was a random day in, in the coffee shop when I was in Reading. I was having uh, lunch with a friend, and this lady walked by, and she had a rather large tumor on her throat, which, like, okay, so obviously when you're into the supernatural, when you're obedient to the Holy Spirit, and, like, and you know he fixes things like this, you kind of get weirdly excited when you see something like that. So, like, I saw it, and I was like, oh! And my friend that I was having lunch with, she was like, did you just squeal? And I was like, maybe. <laughs> and she's like, what happened? And she's like, did a guy text you? And I was like, no. I was like, no, that lady has a tumor. And she's like, okay, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> she's like, I don't think I've ever squealed like that because I saw a tumor. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but I feel like God's going to just make it disappear. And she's like, can I come with you? I was like, totally. So I walked up to the lady and I said, hey, um, I noticed, you know, that you have a little bit of a, a tumor on your throat. And um, me and my friend, like, we would love, like, just if you'd like, we could fix that. Because I didn't know if she knew the Lord yet. So I didn't want to say, like, hey, we're going we're gonna to lay hands on you because I didn't know if she'd shut down. So <clears throat> she says, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love for it to be gone. It's so it's super annoying. So we prayed over it. And within 10 minutes, it shrunk to that. And when, when that happened, she goes, how did this happen? And then I got to tell her, Jesus adores you. He loves you so much. He doesn't want you to have any kind of obstructions in your body. And he healed you. And she goes, oh, my gosh, that's wild. I thought she was going to accept Jesus on the spot. She did not. Sometimes you do your part. And you think it's going to end a certain way. But sometimes it just doesn't. And it's not your job to finish it. Like, your job is to be obedient to the part that the Lord gave you. But I guarantee you she probably got saved sometime in the next two months. Because you don't have something that dramatic happen and then just not, not ever surrender. But I think it was like chipping away at whatever it was that was blocking her from that, right? You can throw up the next picture. <laughs> this is a dog. <laughs> so we were in church, and um, my friend was holding her puppy, and she was super sad, and she was, like, crying, and I was like, are you okay? What's going on? And she's like, my puppy has cancer, and I was like, oh, I was like, that's an injustice. She's like, will you hold it for a minute? And I was like, sure. So she went to the bathroom. I'm holding the dog, and then I'm like, I do have the dog in my hands. <laughs> so I'm like, I didn't really ask her. I just kind of like put my hand over the dog's head because the little, it was like right on its head and started praying. And it got softer, got a little bit smaller, but it wasn't gone right then. So I, I was kind of annoyed because I was like, why is it not like going away fully? But I, but I heard the Lord say, I'm going to finish it. You don't have to pray anymore. So I was like, okay, cool. So she texts me a week later and she goes, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's like, it's just completely smooth. She's like, I don't even know like what to say. And she's like, did you pray? Cause I hadn't told her. And I was like, maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did. And, and she's, she's like, oh my gosh. She's like, thank you. Like I, I didn't even think she literally said that she's like, I didn't even think to ask Jesus. Isn't that sad? Like sometimes we don't even think to ask Jesus. It's sad. It, it breaks his heart. 
Sometimes we don't even think. Sometimes even for ourselves, we don't even think to ask Jesus. He wants to heal the tiniest of things, and he wants to heal the massive things. He wants to heal the heart things, and he wants to heal the body things. He wants to heal all of it, right? And so um, I'm going to have the team just come up for a second. And they're going to each share um, a testimony, a healing testimony that they've personally experienced. And then we're going to go after some healing in the room because I feel like there's still a few people that still need miracles. And so we're going to go after that. Come on up. Yep. Awesome. Will you guys give it up for Desi? Awesome. Go. Um, all right. Okay, so um, back in November of last year is when I actually met Elizabeth, um, and at that time, I didn't believe in miracles. I never experienced one, never seen one, and I thought it was for everyone else but me. So I kind of felt like the Lord just picked certain people, and I was just not one of them. Well, I had COVID twice in 2020, and I also had asthma, and so (laughs) this makes me laugh. Um... The Lord had already told me the day I moved to Austin, Texas, that I was going to be friends with Elizabeth, and I had lots of questions, and I said a lot of things, and um, there was a couple times where the Lord had put places near each other, and I was like, Lord, I'm not ready yet, and um, nothing with her, okay, it was all because of some stuff that had from my past and that I was hurt, but one night, our senior pastor, Joaquin, had told, asked her to release miracles at the end of service, and I was like, well, let's just see if this is for me. Well, my lungs got healed of asthma, and I have not used an inhaler. I have not had a hard time breathing at all since then, and then Elizabeth asked me to release the next one, and I was like, will you hold my hand? I don't know what I'm doing, and so um, the Lord healed my lungs. He's also healed my taste buds from, like, that nasty aftertaste um, of COVID because that weird, like, rusty taste. And so, um, but for me, it was like, if I just took that step and just taking that step of, and walking in obedience, like for me, like my lungs got healed and my taste buds. And so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So wait, stay right there. So if you have lung issues, asthma, or any COVID after effects, go ahead and stand to your feet. Yeah. Oh, Yes. (laughs) This is going to be great. Okay, I want you to just ask. um, Go ahead and check out just with your body, with what you're feeling, uh, 1 to 10, how bad the discomfort level is. And I know sometimes for certain things it's hard to actually be able to tell. Okay. And then if it's something that's measurable, just kind of keep that number in your head. Okay. And then let's have people just circle around everyone who's standing. Yeah. If you're not standing, then it's your job to go and find someone who is. There you go. Yes. All right. Now everyone go, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> just wanted to loosen that up. I can feel people getting all serious and getting into striving mode. No, we don't strive here. Remember, striving doesn't get anyone healed, right? We don't want to strive. We want to have fun. We want to be childlike. We want to enjoy the process, right? Like, this is fun. We get to do miracles together. It's so wild that he even lets us be a part of that, right? 
Okay, so I'm going to have you release it. Go for it. Holy Spirit. Yeah. I thank you that you are touching every person's lungs. You're touching their taste buds because you even care about the smallest little things in our bodies. So I command all lungs, all bodies to line up with heaven right now in Jesus' name. I command all pain to leave. I command all restoration in their lungs in Jesus' name. I feel like there's someone that like, the left side of their lungs, there's like a little pinch. And I feel like it's a nerve. So I command all nerves to come into alignment in Jesus' name. So now you got to test it out. So if you had asthma, I need you to run around the room. I'm happy lungs, happy lungs. <laughs> I'm serious. Go. I made her run too. I promise. Yep. Give it a little. Give it a little run. Yep. What's that? You can run with them. Yeah. I mean, is that okay? Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The kids are like, this is the best day ever. <laughs> okay. And then if your smell was affected, I want someone, uh, can you grab my perfume out of the, my purse? My perfume, the big one. I knew I brought my perfume with me for a reason. If your smell was the problem, go ahead and come up here to the front. Is that you? Okay. Is it already better? Come on. Come on up. Come on up. Okay. 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 Do you want to give it another round just to make sure? Okay. Go run fast. Don't run into that child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How's it feeling? Um, well, I wasn't in when it came, but okay. I my um, sense of smell isn't the best. Okay. So you want us to pray for that real quick? Or do you need to just test it? I think you just need to test it here. Um, here, can you stand over there and just make a little circle for all the people that need to test their smell? And spray it maybe on your arm. And then... Don't drop it, though. I keep dropping my perfumes, and they just shatter, and then I have to buy a new one. It's, yeah, so we're not going to drop it today, though. Um, okay, so anyone who's testing your smell, I want you to come over here, and you're going to sniff her arm. <laughs> not, not her underarm, just to so you know we're not being weird. Yeah, yeah, just her wrist, um, just where she put the perfume, and see if you can smell it. Yep, go for it, go for it. Okay. 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 We're, don't worry. We're gonna, we're, we'll go again if we need to. I feel like there's one person that's already been healed. You got it? You can smell it? Yes. Come on. Awesome. Say that again. Yeah. You, do, can you smell already? Come on. Come on. Come on up, sweetie. Come on up. You can come up. Did, was your smell bad before? Come on up. You Come stand. It's okay. You're a princess. You get to be on stage. Isn't that the best? Oh, I love it. It's gorgeous. Okay, so you couldn't smell very well, right? Yeah. And things smelled funny? Yeah. And when you smelled uh, on her wrist, what did it smell like? It, it smells good. <laughs> come on, Jesus. Okay, let's get you to come up real quick. I just want you to share real quick. So your, your smell was also COVID affected, right? Uh, not quite, okay, come on up. which is still a little bit there. Okay, so thing. Okay, so Quinn had gotten a word of knowledge a couple days ago about tinnitus. And so we're going to have her release the rest because you're already halfway healed on that. So, oh, a little thing. Okay, cool. Put your hand on it. That's okay. Yep. Let me take it 
Yeah, that's that. I like that. That's a good prophetic act. Release your hands over her. Yep, and just say, Jesus, finish it. Finish it. Thank you, God. Whoa. Oh, get, stand. Hold on. You're really close to the edge, and the presence is strong. So let's get you close. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Oh, thank you, God. Full breakthrough. Yeah. Oh, yep. More, 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 more. I actually feel like there's someone in the audience. Um, something just happened with your teeth. Who is that? Something happened with your teeth. Was that you? Okay. She's like, I'm praying over her. <laughs> I feel like there's someone, um, if you had pain in your teeth in a certain spot, I want you to test it real quick because I feel like God just healed. Is that you? Yes! Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Awesome. Come on up over here. Sorry, I know it's a little crowded. <laughs> Too many miracles. It's a good problem. I call it revival problems, right? <laughs> okay. What's your name? I'm Laurelyn. Laurelyn. And um, what was the pain level of your teeth and how long had you had it? For, I think, years, there's just been a little pain in my jaw. Yeah. It's on The jaw. Who got the jaw? That was your word of knowledge. So she last night, she was like, there's a jaw. It's going to get healed. There's a jaw. It's going to get healed. And we, we never called it out. And so we were going to do it this morning, but you beat us to it. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so, so pain-wise, what number was the pain? I don't know. Like, out of 10, I'd give it, like, five or six. And right now, it just disappeared? Yeah. Come on! Come on. So good. I feel like you're going to help release the next miracle. Um, so I want you, she's like, okay, let's do this. All right. I want you to walk over to them. Uh, the ones that, um, okay, who else needed smell or taste? All three. Okay, cool. I want you to do a quick draw healing. So you're just going to be like, Jesus, get him. Yep. Yep. Okay. Everyone, let's do it with her. So she doesn't feel weird. <laughs> if we all do it together, yeah. We'll all be weird together. Stand up, stand up. You guys, Jesus is going to do this. This is going to be awesome. Are you ready? Quick draw. On the count of three, we're going to go, Jesus, get him. One, two, three. Jesus, get him. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Okay. Um, My smell was healed. Your smell was healed? Come on. And that's yeah. really significant, especially with, like, how you'd been feeling the last couple of days. Do you want to share that part, or, or do you not feel comfortable sharing that? Uh, if you don't know pressure, if you don't. Sure. Okay, that, you I'll, can think on I'll it. I'll tell you about the smell. Okay, yeah. My smell has just been messed up since the last time we got COVID, and um, lavender would smell just nasty burnt. Wow. And so now it smells like lavender. Yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, where's Jennifer at? Jennifer, I want you to release the next testimony. Okay. And as she releases, you can sit down if you want to. Um, as she releases the next healing testimony, be listening because, so when a testimony gets released, it can happen again instantly. And it doesn't even have to be the same body part or anything. It can just happen as she's sharing it. And I feel like there's going to be a couple spontaneous healings while she does this. So go for it. So I'm going to give an update to my friend with the uh, two lumps in her breast. So... Last night, she messaged and she said, it was the size of an M&M peanut, and then it went down to the size of a caper, and then she just messaged me and said, it's the size of a peppercorn, and she said, I know that it's going to be totally gone by the time I go to the doctor, so, yeah, Jesus, <laughs> yeah, so I want to share um, my father's testimony. 
So my father was uh, diagnosed, well, I'm going to back up just a minute. Um, my uncle worked for the American Medical Association, pretty high up, and my father was unwell, and he was like, we're going to find the best doctor in the Pacific Northwest. So we did, and we went to Salt Lake City, and he saw my father, and they gave him a diagnosis of pancreatic cancer. They had gone in, looked at it inside, like, the best doctor in the Pacific Northwest opened my father up and said, no, it's pancreatic cancer. And when he came out, he, I said, well, how long does he have? And he looked me in the eyes, like, I can still see this man's face. He said, he has three months tops. And I was like, what do I do? And he said, I'd spend every moment I could if it was my dad. And I was like, okay. So I was like, that's what I'm going to do. But at this time, I was a Lutheran. And <laughs> I knew... I knew to pray, but I didn't know that Jesus still did miracles today. But I knew enough that you're supposed to pray. So I prayed. And my dad did not live for three months. And my dad did not live for three years. My dad lived for 15 more years. And my dad got to see his grandchildren grow up. And... Then the medical community wanted to say that, well, it was a false diagnosis, but we know better, right? We know the truth that it was Jesus Christ that healed my father of an incurable type of cancer. Like, there's, there's, you don't overcome pancreatic cancer unless the blood of Jesus. So, so let's have anyone that's been diagnosed with something that's been told that incurable. Yeah. Anybody with an incurable diagnosis or maybe someone in your family that's been given an uh, incurable diagnosis? Yeah, perfect. Family member, okay. Gentleman in the back, you have a family member um, the, next to you. Well, come on up. <laughs> any, any type of incurable where the doctors say, like, no, there's... There's, you'll live with this forever. Like, there's nothing we can do. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So um, if people could circle around anyone who's standing up. Um, I, if you're raised, yeah, if you're standing, raise your hand. If you need prayer, raise your hand. If you are sitting, I am just going to challenge you to get out of your seat and go and lay hands on somebody it's beautiful to stretch hands, but if you are physically able to walk and go put your hands on somebody, let's get you activated. The Lord wants to activate you and use you. So we just thank you, Jesus. We thank you that you are the healer. Could you guys just, everyone, say, we thank you, Jesus, that you are the healer. We thank you that you paid the price so that we could live in complete healing and freedom. So in the name of Jesus, we command every illness, we command every sickness to leave now in the name of Jesus. Every diagnosis must bow to the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name be healed. If you physically felt something, as we prayed, just raise your hand and wave.
Anybody? Okay, we will pray again. <laughs> well, and, and here, one thing real quick. So as, okay, so for each person that's raising their hand for something, so diabetes you can't test out, right? Okay, so you kind of have to wait a little bit. Um, for, for you, you have a way to test it? You can test it right now? Awesome. Why don't you go ahead? What's that? Um, him I was talking to, but is yours something testable? Your sight. Okay, awesome. Why don't you guys put your hands on his eyes? Yep, and then just command them. Remember, have fun. If you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. <laughs> so if he says to do something childlike, go ahead and do it. Yep. And then for him, and then over here, is it something testable? Family, family member? Okay. What's the family member's name? Trina. Trina. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm supposed to actually pray directly for that. So uh, what is she battling? Cancer. Cancer. What kind? What, uh, what kinds? Brain, breast, and? Okay. Yeah. Actually, I feel like we're supposed to call her. Would she answer? Okay. I want you to text her, and we can FaceTime her and just get her healed. It's nice when you call, too, because you can test it out immediately, and then you know it's already done, which I super appreciate. And then um, over here, what were, was yours uh, something testable? Can someone tap them so they know that I'm talking to them? They're in the zone. <laughs> yes. Um, what is, uh, is yours something testable that you're praying for? For your dad? Okay, so you're standing in for your dad. Um, what does he need? Yeah. Okay. Is he receptive? Like, if you texted him, would he let us call him? Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, so then we'll pray for him as well. You just said, I need some stuff too, but then you got shy about it. Um, can we? You guys, okay, this is a lie. This is a lie. This is a lie from the pit of hell. There is more than enough Jesus for everyone. It's never one person or another. This is not the Hunger Games. That's not how Jesus works. You know, it's not, oh, well, this person can be saved, but, but if we pray too hard for that one, then that one won't get healed. That's not how it works. Like, that's such a common lie that people believe. I wanted to address it because it's like, I'm not aggressive towards you. I'm just aggressive towards the enemy because I'm like, he tells people this all the time, and they're like, oh, no, 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 pray for this other person, and then, you know, I'll get to mine someday. Like, no, you can do it now. So what's your pain level or discomfort level? Okay. Okay, memory, and then what's the second one? <gasps> yes, okay. So I'm going to release a testimony. Okay. Awesome. Um, the reason I'm saying awesome is because of the testimony, <laughs> not because it's awesome for you, but you know what I mean. So there was a woman uh, named Sabrina. I met her at Homeless Outreach, and um, I asked her if I could pray for her for anything, and she's like, well, God doesn't do teeth, so probably not. And I was like, I was like, who told you that God doesn't do teeth? Like, why would God not do teeth? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And she was like, she's like, you think you can fix this? And she showed me the bottom row was gone of her teeth. And I was like, I was like, well, yeah. And she's like, okay, fine, you can try if you want. So we prayed for her. She felt heat kind of hit the bottom of her mouth. Two months later, I came back to Homeless Outreach for a different holiday. And I had told her, I was like, Sabrina, if you, if you get breakthrough, I need you to come find me, and I need you to tell me and show me. And she's like, okay, cool. I'll, I'm, I agree to do that. She's like, I don't think it's going to happen, but if it happens, I'll find you. 
So I go to, I go to homeless outreach again, and I hear, Elizabeth! And I'm like, where is that coming from? And Sabrina is sprinting towards me. And she's like, look! And she, like, smiles this kind of weird smile because she's trying to, like, lower her lips so that I can see her bottom teeth. Twelve new teeth. That's Jesus. That's the power of Jesus. And so he can, he not only can do a tooth, but he does teeth, all teeth. And the, the powerful thing is Sabrina couldn't afford to have like dentures or to get implants or like she couldn't do that. So God just handled it for her. So um, uh, one to 10, how bad's the tooth pain? Okay. Was there some earlier in the day? Okay. Okay. I actually, uh, we'll pray, but I kind of felt like he said he already did it. So see, it feels kind of funny to pray, but we'll just pray anyways. So just put your hand there. Yeah. Ow. Jesus, we say finish it. If there's any part of it that's left, finish it in Jesus' name. And we speak to, who is the diabetes? That's you. Okay. And you? Your brother-in-law. Okay. Okay. What's his name? Okay, everyone just agree with me right now. We're going to yell. We're going to yell, Chris, be made whole. Okay? On the count of three. One, two, three. Chris, be made whole. Yeah. Yep. And we just speak to your diabetes right now. We command it to break in the name of Jesus. We say all of it has to shift. All of it has to shift. All of it has to shift. Yeah. All of it has to shift right now. Thank you, Papa. Thank you, Papa. Don, I'm going to have you come up and share your next, the next healing testimony. Okay, so as she's sharing this testimony, if you can check out your bodies, you can check on the person that you're praying for, but just be listening to this testimony as well. So I thought I was going to share about how I was healed of cervical cancer and infertility. And that's amazing. And if you need that, take it. But I want to share about my dad. He had a stroke. Um, I think it was 2015. And he was driving a big truck, pulling a boat on six lanes of traffic in Dallas and had a stroke. And my mom called me. I said, I think he had a stroke. Get him to pull over. Somehow, by some miracle, he was able to pull over into a gas station. And she called EMS, and he told her, you call an ambulance, I'm not going. Well, so she had to stay in there until the ambulance came. So, you know, so there wouldn't be a confrontation. And he came and got, uh, the ambulance came and got him. And it was during spring break. So there weren't any doctors in there. So they just ran a bunch of tests. Just every test they could think of, they ran it. The next Monday morning, they came in. Um, he had, um, they found uh, cancer. Um, all these things that he would never have known that he had if he hadn't had a stroke. So I thank God he had a stroke. It was not God's will, but God's timing for him to get all those other tests. And so he's still alive. He got all those things taken care of. And he was an alcoholic up until that day, and he's been sober since then. Okay, so someone had just said stroke. Who was it that just said stroke? It, it was your dad. Okay, so I feel like, Don, would you just go and lay hands on her in place of her dad? Yeah, 100%. Um, okay, I want to 
what time do you guys usually close for for Sundays? We're there. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, okay. 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 Yeah. So if you need to go, you're totally free to go. No stress. I won't be offended. I won't think you're, you know, bad or something like that. Don't worry. <laughs> That's not how it works. So if you need to go, you're totally blessed to go. Um, I do want to do some giveaways um, and I'm going to have Jennifer join me just for the giveaways. We're going to do a giveaway and a word uh, for people. And so um, I'm going to have, you can give it that one. Okay. Go for it. So this young man with the um, the fox hat on. <laughs> Is his name? Zeph. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So I'm just gonna be honest. Um, Elizabeth always tells us like, ask the Lord for a word for people. Come be prepared. Come on stage. And I really felt like the Lord was. Uh, stretching me today and saying like no you're not gonna you're not gonna be prepared you're gonna get up there and when you have the mic you're gonna ask me who I'm highlighting and you're just gonna open your mouth and I'm gonna fill it which I told you he does (laughs) and so you are the one who was highlighted in the book Elizabeth handed me says creativity unlocked Um, an inside out approach to a life of joy and purpose and um, I just said Lord who's this book for and I was, as you saw, I was scanning the room and you were highlighted. So I just feel like whatever creative gift is inside of you, that as you read this or you have someone read it with you, I don't know what the reading level is, but that God is going to unlock these ideas that are inside of you that you don't even really know are there. Like maybe you've thought of some things, but he's going to give you downloads of things that you're like, whoa, wow, I never even heard of such a thing. But there are going to be things that are going to um, build wealth, that are going to allow you to pour money into the kingdom of God, to advance the kingdom of God. Because some people are called to go. Like, I'm called to go. Like, God's asked me to give my life and go to Africa, and I said yes. But there are people that are called to so, and to create wealth to pour into the kingdom so people can do the work of God. So I really believe that there's a call on your life um, to create wealth via the um, ideas that the Lord's going to give you. I'll have you do another one in just a second. Okay, so the next book, um, this is actually um, for the gentleman in the very, very back, the hat, very, very back. Yes. What's that? Scott. Um, yes, Pastor Scott. Yes. Um, I feel like in this season, God is actually going to unleash, like, a crazy level of boldness on you. I mean, like, like open-air preaching, like, like very, like, like this, like, not like the annoying kind, but like the kind that's actually like where people go, whoa, something's happening. And they feel the conviction of the Lord. And I feel like there's like this boldness that he's giving you that is going to be fierce. And it's going to affect everyone in your care. And there's a, 
like I remember one time we were on our way uh, on an international trip and the Lord said, um, I'm going to give you favor and the airline attendant is going to give you the mic. And he said, will you use it for me? And I was like, of course, like, of course I'll use it for you. But then I was like, how is that going to happen? Like, I don't know what's going to happen, you know? And so he just told me, I want you to get this person healed, this person healed, this person healed. So went on the plane, got that person healed, that person healed, that person healed. Well, the stewardess was like, what's going on? Like, why are people cheering on the plane? And I was like, oh, like, this person got healed and that person. And she was like, girl, she's like, here, take it. She just handed, handed me the little... They're not even allowed to do that, like, technically. Like, that's not, like, per, like permitted necessarily. <laughs> and, and she's like, say whatever you want. And I was allowed to not only find, I called out more, more words of knowledge on the plane, and more people got healed, and we were able to share the gospel with people. And, and it's nice because on a plane, no one can leave. <laughs> so it's, like, really fun. But I saw you doing things like that. And, and it was like everyone that was in your care was was stepping into like a new level of boldness because of you. So will you just extend your hands to him? So Father, I thank you that this man is called to be fearless. I thank you for the authority and the anointing that you've placed on his life. God, I thank you for the increase that you're bringing him into. God, I thank you that he will be known as the fearless one. (laughs) So Father, I bless him. I bless him for increase. And God, I ask that every time you speak to him to move on your behalf, God, that there would be a radical obedience, a radical obedience, and that it would literally infiltrate everyone in his sphere of influence. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, go for it. She has no idea, but this whole week I've been struggling with my value. And I've actually announced that I was going to step down as pastor because I don't feel qualified. And as I was sitting back there just praying, God, just tell me. And she calls me out. And was... wow. wow. Yeah, give, give him a round of applause. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wow. 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 I want you guys to stretch your hands to him, and I want you to pray right now. I want you to say, God, unleash the beast in him. (laughs) Make him fearless. Give him authority. Give him passion. Give him clarity. Give him vision. Give him everything he needs to fully walk out the call that you've placed before him. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Oh. yeah, what's up? Scott, don't forget that God qualifies you. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Real quick, what number is your pain at, sir? Sir? What number is your pain at, 1 to 10? Uh, my right knee got fixed. Okay, <laughs> his right knee's already fixed. Come on, Jesus. Okay. Six, seven. Two or three. Okay. Six, seven if he's walking. Two or three if not. Come on, you guys. Come pray for his knees. Is that okay? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Let's have everyone with a left knee stand up. Or with a knee issue in, in general stand up. No, 
you know what I meant? <laughs> Everyone's like, I definitely have knees. <laughs> Everyone with a knee issue. <laughs> you guys are fun, funny and feisty and I love it. Okay, go ahead and just command it to go, guys. Go for it. You know what to do. You've done it plenty. Okay, and then let's get people to surround everyone that's standing. Okay? Get around them, get around them. I know you're thinking, like, it's a lot of aerobics in this one. <laughs> That's what healing meetings are. It's like we move around. Yep. 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 Yeah. And just yell over their knees, happy knees on the count of three. One, two, three. Happy knees! Yeah! Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for happy knees. Thank you for happy knees. Do you want to release it real quick, too? So, as you test them out, she's going to release the next word in the next book. Yeah, so the next book is A School of the Prophets by Chris Vallotton, Advanced Training for Prophetic Ministry. And once again, I was like, Lord, who are you highlighting? And this lovely lady in the second row with the green vest. I don't know if you are prophetic, um, but if you feel like you're not prophetic... I feel like the Lord is saying it's time for an upgrade. Everybody is prophetic, but the Lord highlighted you, and I heard uh, the friendly prophet, that you will be known as the friendly prophet. So, Lord, just bless her. <laughs> we just ask for that increase to come quickly in Jesus' name. Okay. Check out those knees. Um, his was at a seven. They said it went down to a two, so they're going after it one more time. Um, I feel like someone else's knee got healed or like, yeah, right over here. Come up, come up, come up, come up. What's your name? Christy? Awesome. Come on over. Guys, give it up for Christy. Awesome. Okay, how long had you had knee pain for? Well, I can tell you that I felt my knees were tightened, yeah. tight, and yeah. they went looser. So, come on! <laughs> come on. <laughs> That's definitely healed. She just like stomped down on it. That's awesome. Uh, what number was the pain at before? Probably like a seven. Okay, what's it at now? Zero. Come on! Come on! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, Chris, can I have you lay hands, sweetheart? Uh, Christy, would you lay hands? I feel like there's someone over here that you got part of your healing of your knee, but it's not done. Who is that? Or did they all get healed already? Someone that got halfway healed on your knee. Yes, yes, go, yep. Go lay hands, yep, and just finish his miracle. Yep, so we just say happy, happy new muscles, right, in his knee. Okay, um, next prophetic Okay, so this one is for uh, the woman in the gray sweatshirt. Yes. Can you stand up for me? Awesome. Tell me your name again. Kim. Huh. Wow. I, um, wow. I saw, like, a picture as soon as you stood up. Um, I feel like you have something to mother a generation. And I feel like you've been asking for, like, signs lately. Like, God, am I supposed to do more? And this is your sign. Like, he, he's answering it very directly. And I feel like he wants you to know that you fully have what it takes to mother a generation. 
And to even be a mother that is even more nurturing than what you've even gotten. If that makes sense. You know, like I have a, I have a spiritual dad and I didn't have like a physical dad because my dad's suicide was when I was three months old, right? And so he fathered me in ways, but I'd never had anything before that. And I feel like you're going to do that for young people. I saw you like speaking into them and nurturing them. And it was like ones that had never even had a mom that just didn't even know what it would be like to have a mom. Have I given you a book before? This is so weird. I had like crazy deja vu when she stood up. I was like, did you feel like that too? Yeah. I was like, were you in my dream last night or something? It was so strange. Um, yeah. Um, I feel like I was supposed to give you the God is good book. And I feel like you've not questioned if God is good. It's just, there's been a lot of trials and the trials have made you feel at times, like sometimes when a lot of trials are happening, you can start to feel like, did God like do that? But it's actually the enemy that's stealing, killing, destroying, and it's not God, but we ascribe it to God sometimes. So extend your hands to her. Father, <laughs> we release breakthrough. Yeah, we release breakthrough. And we release um, the mantle to do this and to do this well and to love deeply and to raise up a generation that knows who they are, that is not orphan-spirited, but that is able to step into their destiny in Jesus' name. You're going to do it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Want to do the next word? All right. I, um, this is not a word of knowledge, but this is a moment to honor. And I want to honor Lori. If you would stand up, please. I have had the great pleasure of staying with Lori and Stephanie um, these last few days. And she has just loved me so well. And Stephanie has loved me so well. And it's just been this beautiful time. And um, Lori and I have some things in common, and we've been able to discuss those and share those. And uh, Lori shared with me that one of the things that um, she just really is asking God um, aside from healing for Stephanie, is that, um, what's my purpose, Lord? Like, what do you want to do with the rest of my life? And there's a book sitting up here, and I just highlighted it. And so it's called Fashioned to Reign, Empowering Women to Fulfill Their Divine Destiny. So I just want to honor you that the Lord does have something really big for you. Yeah. Um, she just said, you've been an awesome guest. Well, guess what? I'm going to come back. <laughs> and I'm going to stay with you. <laughs> okay, Dawn also has some specific words of knowledge that just she had written down in advance. So I'm going to let her release those. And I'm stretching myself, so. Let's go! <laughs> Do we honor risk here? Yeah. Okay, good. So part of honoring risk is to give people room so if they make a mistake, it's like, okay, that's all right. And if it happens and it's the Lord, then it's super exciting. Yeah. 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 So I had tooth pain on the upper right side. Was that you already? 
Yeah. Okay. But is it the upper right side? Okay. So that was, yeah, I already had that one. And there was, can't hear me. Yes. Okay. Um, nerve damage on the left side. I felt it all the way from, uh, like my skull all the way down to my knee on the left side. You? Wow. Do you want me to give all of them and then I'll tell yeah, you? Yeah, we'll give all of them. Okay. And then um, is there a Randy here with a financial need and maybe even medical bills related to that? Randy? Yeah. Okay. Wait, um, hold on. Let me check something out real quick. Is there someone that you're connected to a Randy and you feel like it might be for them? That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, stand up. Uh, who is Randy to you? Okay. Okay. Yeah, as soon as you said it, I felt like the Lord was like, it's not someone in here, but they're, but they're connected. So we'll pray over him too. Yeah. Okay. Um, does March 14th mean something to someone? <laughs> your daughter's birthday your brother's birthday and I felt like he has forgotten or thrown away his dreams like he doesn't dream anymore and he did not fulfill his potential okay 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 and the last one is September 27th Well, I thought maybe it was someone's wedding anniversary, um, September 27th. Um, oh, it's you? Aw, okay. Why don't you give a word to whoever you feel like, just as far as someone that's standing, that you feel like you're supposed to give the word to. And it could be for the person that they're praying for, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, tell, tell me about the, the elementary school friend. What did you say? Okay, so I wrote down, uh, I declare reunion. Wow. Yeah. 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 Pray that. Pray that. I just release reunion with you and your friend as grown-ups, as mature adults, that you can have a mature adult, healthy relationship with this person, and I thank you, God, for bringing that back full circle. Thank you, God. Um, also, so, okay, let's get little circles around each of these people that are standing so we can release some breakthrough over the people that they're representing or them specifically. And then I'm also going to release uh, this book over um, the woman that's in the third row with blonde hair. Denise. Yes. Hi. Um, okay.
so um, it's Denise, you said? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, you can just stand right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what I heard the Lord saying over you is that he absolutely adores you, and he likes the things that you're passionate about. And I feel like you've always felt like they don't line up with God. And you're like, oh, but you don't like fashion, God. Like, he loves fashion. Like, he likes, like, all of the, he like, the beauty stuff. Like, like, he likes those things. And he likes that you're passionate about them. And I have a friend right now that is at Fashion Week ministering to models as we speak. He cares about that. And I feel like there's dreams in your heart like that that you're like, oh, God doesn't care about that. God doesn't care about it. He cares about it. And this book is uh, by Kathy Valentin. It's called The Good, The God, and The Ugly. And it's all about her journey in the prophetic with the Lord, with her and her family. And I feel like God wants you to know that he's going to use you tremendously. And I saw you ministering to women. I saw you ministering to women in, uh, like, celebrities and, uh, like, models. And, like, it was like there was, like, this calling for that specifically. And so just extend your hands to her real quick. Yeah, so Father, Oh, I thank you that you've called her to, to reach a specific people group, God, and that it's okay that she doesn't have to uh, think that it's a problem or think that it's, it's not you or think that somehow it's selfish or whatever, but that you actually, you want to reach all people in all realms. Ow. So we bless the fire that you've put inside of her. I pray that she would win so many. Ow. She would win so many to Jesus. And I saw you, I saw you even praying for women and eating disorders leaving them and legs growing out and scoliosis being healed. And one time I was on my way to Los Angeles to minister to the homeless. You were born there, of course. I love it. So I, I was on my way to Los Angeles to minister to the homeless, and my, my prof, prophetess friend messaged me and she's like, Hey, you're gonna minister to this celebrity, this celebrity, and these models. And I was like, I was like, girl, I'm going there for the homeless. And she's like, She'll, you'll do that too. And I was like, what? She's like, God's going to orchestrate it. You're not going to orchestrate it. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see if you're right. Totally didn't believe her. Get there. My, the first elevator I get on, there's three models, and they're all talking about their eating disorders. Like, just openly. Like, they didn't even care. And I was like, uh, I can help with that. And so I, they ended up coming back to the apartment that I was staying at. God grew out one of their legs healed one of their scoliosis, delivered them all of the eating disorder stuff. You are going to do very similar things. And God, I feel like God's even put a movie in your heart. Is that correct? Okay. Um, I, I, I want you just as you spend time with the Lord in the next like couple of months, I want you to really press into what's truly in your heart to do because God is going to give you unusual favor and he's going to line things up so that you can do it. So I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. I, I just want to say that our other team member, Desi, she told me that, did she give you the word before she left? But she gave it to you. Okay, because she said she had a word for you and that she was going to send it to me and it didn't come through. So I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. So good. So good. You're going to love it. I just want to say Denise is the person that I, I first... I'd heard Chris speak in tongues a lot, and I'd heard some other people speak in tongues at services, and I just thought it was weird, and I didn't like it. And um, and then I heard Denise pray over me in tongues, and it was like, oh, God, the beauty of the Lord was just, like, flowing out of her, and it just touched me so deeply. And, and 
um, release that desire in me. And so thank you. And I, I think that you're gonna be doing that for so many other women, just releasing his beauty over them. Love that. That's awesome. And then the gentleman, uh, what's your name? Yes. Tony, can you stand up? You're better half. I love that. Um, Tony, you are a connector. And you have a gift of connection. And I feel like God is, is not only going to highlight people that you're meant to run with, but he is going to use your connecting gift to bless the body at large. And there's an intense creativity that you carry. And I felt like I was supposed to give you Creativity Unlocked. You can grab it if you want. And I feel like God is not only going to um, give you several miracles that are for massive projects, but I also saw like a business anointing. I feel like there's, um, like you have a gifting to actually accumulate wealth, which is not everyone like carries that naturally. But I feel like there was a bit of an attack on that. And something that you had tried to start, like somehow it fell apart or something like that. But does that make sense? Okay. But God is going to anoint that part of you. And he's going to bless it. And he knows that you're going to fund kingdom things. Yeah. Extend your hands to him. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just receive. Yeah. Yeah. Just say, Holy Spirit, do whatever you want with my life. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And I feel like the Lord wants you to know it's not your fault. The thing that fell apart, it's not your fault. He, like, wants to break that, like, any, if there's any shame to do with it or anything like that, it's not your fault. Yeah. What are you feeling? Uh, um, just a new new level, a new walk that we've been, the Lord's been opening doors and kingdom connections and mind and wealth and forgiveness has all been part of that scheme. Come on. And, uh, and, it, he, and, and it's just about being open for him and running with whatever he says yeah, to do. Absolutely. And we've been actually, my wife and I have just been uh, just going down that road of uh, a, a new opportunity, yeah. new mindsets, new c kingdom connections, and wealth and giving, and and believing what God has called you to be, and forgiving yourself along with those that have made that yeah. negative impact on you yeah. to kind of suppress you and to hold you down. To where you're letting that go and and just seeing that God's opening new doors and new direction and 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 it's time. Yeah. Come on. Come on. That is confirmation. Um is that your son right there? Yeah. I, I saw something over him as well. What's your name? Dylan, can you stand up? Dylan, um, God is going to use you in power tremendously and like it's one thing to have like um someone else's faith like kind of put like towards you and it's another thing when it's like you decide and it's like you take like full ownership of it 
and I saw like this ownership coming over you and you were like, no, it's, this is not about my, my dad's faith or my mom's faith. This is about my faith. This is like what I'm choosing to do. This is what I'm committed to do. And you are going to be a force to be reckoned with for the kingdom a force to be reckoned with. And he has put so much power and so much passion in you. And there is such like a drive in you. And he is going to use you in such tremendous ways. Like get ready. That's what I felt like the Lord was saying. Like get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. It's going to shock you the way that God's going to use you. And I feel like he's even giving you like a new level of boldness and that as you step out in boldness, you're going to feel all of heaven backing you. And it's going to be so powerful. And, yeah, I feel like even the Lord turning around for good, some stuff that happened that was really hard for you and painful. But the Lord is going to turn it around for your good. So just extend your hands to him. Yeah, God, I bless this young man. God, I thank you for the authority that you're placing in him. I thank you that for the ownership that he's taking on today. Yeah, and just put your hand on your heart. I just see him, like, strengthening your heart. God, I thank you that you're strengthening his heart, that you're giving him exactly what he needs, that you're equipping him for the call. You're equipping him for the call. Yeah, and it's like I saw you, like, ministering uh, to people in business. I saw you ministering to people in media, um, I, I feel like you're good at media, like you're tech savvy, and it's natural, like it just comes to you, and God is going to give you inventions and ideas with the tech world that are going to change things, and it's like, it's going to, it's going to make a way. Your, it, like your gift, the Bible says that your gift makes a way for you. Your gift is going to bring you before presidents. Your gift is going to bring you before like men of influence, women of influence, it's going to make a way for you. So press in to that, that savvy side of yourself. It's not just, oh, like, no big deal, whatever. No, it's a, it's a gift. And he wants you to steward it and steward it well. And I, I feel like, I don't know if you have a journal, but I feel like he wants you to get a journal and write. And, like, I saw you writing letters to God directly and going, hey, this is what I need right now. This is what's going on right now. And it was like you were dialoguing. And then I saw you writing his side. Like, like he was speaking to you and you wrote his answer. Does that make sense? Do you already do that? Uh, yeah, I write that. Come on. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I just saw it. And I feel like God loves that about you. And he, he's going to continue to use that. And I, you're even going to write books. So we bless that. I love it. Yes. Amen. Amen. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, yes, let's pray for those people. So I speak to your nervous system to work perfectly. No pain. No pain. No pain. No, no pinches. Freedom in your nervous system on the left side. Freedom. Declare freedom and healing and no pain in your nervous system in Jesus' name. I speak again to your tooth to be whole and healed. No infection. I renounce infection. I renounce pain and brokenness in Jesus' name. Thank you, God, for calling out her tooth. 
you are the one who does the healing. Thank you for it. We thank you for Randy. You're not done with him, God. You're going to meet his needs. You're going to bring him back to you. Thank you, God, for calling Randy and never stop calling Randy. Um, who was the March 14th? The brother, yeah. And, okay. What's his name? Mark. Thank you, God, that Mark is marked today. Thank you, God. We call forth his dreams that were thrown away and forgotten. Thank you, God, that nothing is wasted in his life and you will use it all for your glory. Thank you, God, for bringing him full circle. Nothing wasted, nothing broken, all used for the glory of God. Wow, God is here, you guys. Whoa. Um, for Randy, um, I feel like we're supposed to give you this discovering God's will. Um, as, and I want you to hold on to it for Randy. And I want you to hold on to it until God says give it to him. But there's going to be a moment where you're going to know that you're supposed to give it to him. Whew. Okay. Um, the uh, lovely lady with the blonde hair, and you turned around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you can stand up. Um, this is a 30-day devotional, and I feel like God's going to take you on a, an adventure this month. And he wants you to know that it's going to be fun. It's going to be filled with excitement. I feel like you've needed that. You've been like, God, I really want, I want to do this. I want to do this thing with you, like, full out. And so this is for you. Yeah. Will you guys extend your hands to her? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I bless her spirit to prosper. And you're the, you're the type of person that you volunteer for everything. You help people all the time. And I feel like the Lord is, like, he's strengthening you in this season. And he's giving you not just a heart to serve, but a heart to just enjoy him too. And to have fun with it. And to let him love you. It's kind of like, you know, when a little kid is like, like the parents trying to like sit him down and hug him. And they keep squirming out of their hands. I felt like the Lord was like, don't squirm. Let me hold you. Let me hug you. Let me love you. Don't sneak out right when it's getting good okay so father I bless her I bless her for increase in Jesus name bless you bless you oh okay um the um oh also for the person that was uh we were praying for with the diabetes where are you right there okay so um tell me your name again love Lisa? Yeah. So one thing I wanted to hit on before we completely finish out is um, stewardship with your miracle, right? 
So how many of you know you can get something healed, but if you don't do the practical things to like take care of and steward what God's given you, it can, it can try to resurface, right? And so we want to do the practical stuff. And Lisa had just, um, she had come up and I'm going to have you connect with him if you can and just chat with him. Um, because she was just talking about how the Lord um, healed her. Like he gave her practical tools to heal her diabetes and she got healed. And she was just like, I feel like I'm supposed to share that and stuff. So I want you to connect with him in the back. Yeah, what's up? Or yeah, just let me know. Yeah. And she was also just feeling like you don't want to partner with diagnoses that they speak over you, which is so good. That's so good. But um, yeah, on a practical level, right? Like we, we have things that we can do to like partner with like whatever it is that God's speaking to us to steward that thing. So, you know, when he healed my knees, I also started doing exercises with my legs to build the muscles right? So I'm like, I'm going to build my quads. I'm going to build my calves so that my knees are, have, they have something to strengthen them too, right? So there's practical things that we can do, right? So if, if I would have had those muscles strengthened, I probably wouldn't have torn my knees in the, in the marathon, right? So we can do practical things and God wants us to do those practical things. Like it does, it's not like contingent upon, that's not what I'm saying, right? But it's, it's the practical stuff that, you know, you know, like they know I do celery juice every day, Right? It's like first thing in the morning. It's something that God told me that I can do to steward my body, right? Doesn't mean I'm perfect at it, but I do what I can, right? And so I just wanted to hit on that really quick. Um, I want to give away two more books. Um, I feel like there's someone in here, and you're a woman, and you have had a real heart for adolescent women that have been, um, like, that didn't know their worth. Who is that? Is that you? Okay. So this book is for you. It's, it's called Kiss the Girls and Made Them Cry, and it's by Lisa Bevere. And I feel like what God said was this woman that wants to speak into young women, that you want to help them to not go through what you went through. And you're going to do it. And you're going to do it powerfully, and God's going to use you tremendously for that. And so just extend your hands to her, guys. Father, we bless you. Oh, we bless her in Jesus' name. We thank you for the calling and the anointing you've put on her for this. And God, for the passion you put in her heart to help prevent young girls from going through what she went through. And that she has this burden for a reason. You have a burden because you're going to help thousands and thousands of girls. And so, Lord, we bless her. We bless her to, to do it, to, to go after it, to not be held back any longer. And I feel like the enemy tries to tell you that you're not qualified all the time. And I just break that off of you. God is going to use you to help these young girls. And I feel like even when you're out and about, young girls will, like, come up to you and ask you questions. Like, there's just, there's a natural draw there. They already are drawn to you like moths to a flame. And so, God, we bless her as she speaks into these young girls' lives, as she helps them learn how to steward their hearts better, and she gets to prevent them from going through anything that she went through, in Jesus' name. And then I feel like he's healing your body of something as well. What is it that you need healing for in your body? Multiple things. What do you need? Just give me the list. Okay. 
Okay, one to 10, how bad's the shoulder pain? Okay, so her pain's at a five. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I feel like God's already started. Okay, move it. See what number it's at now? What's it at? It's at a three now. Yeah, he's still going. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Check it again. <laughs> it's gone. Woo! <laughs> Can I give you a hug? Yeah, and we just speak to the skin stuff that you were talking about, and we command that to come into alignment with heaven. There's one more thing. Okay. Uh, I feel like he's going to handle it. You don't even have to say it, so you're good. Um, how's, how's your body feeling? Pretty good. <laughs> awesome. What number did it start at, and what's it at now? Is it four or five? The pain's gone. Okay. So, guys, just extend your hands to her. Yeah. And just say, Jesus... What you did for her side, do for her leg. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Yeah, and as he works on that, I'm just going to give away this last book. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. I feel like it's actually for the gentleman in the back. Right there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Justin, um, uh, come on up. Yeah. I feel like I feel like you're multi-talented. Like I feel like you're kind of like a jack of all trades a little bit. Like you have a lot of skills in a lot of areas. And I feel like in this season God is going to increase your skill in one specific area and he's going to fine tune it. And it's like all of this like all of this passion and energy and like excitement for this because you're good at a lot of things it's kind of like oh I could do that or I could do that or I could do that but it's not exciting but there's I feel like in this season he's actually going to hone that one area that he wants you to focus on and I feel like he's going to use this book to help with that so just extend your hands to him Jesus we bless the fine tuning of that specific area yeah oh I thank you for the creativity in him, and I ask that you would unlock it on a new level in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Okay, bless you, bless you. Everyone stand to your feet. We're going to close out. Yeah. If you're ready to step into the next level of your calling, I want you to come to the front. I love your church. <laughs> you know, like some churches, it's like two people. <laughs> like you guys are like, we're all in. <laughs> yeah, Holy Spirit, um, you see the hunger. You see the hearts. You see the readiness for what they're stepping into. And God, I ask that you would honor the requests in their hearts. Yeah. And um, tell me your name again, love. What is it? Linus? Linus, I feel like, whoa, I saw God's spirit on you, <laughs> just resting on you. And I feel like 
He wants you to know that you're not forgotten. You're not forgotten. You're so chosen. You're so chosen. You're so important to what God's doing on the earth. You are not, you are not the last resort. You are not the last thought. You are not the last pick. And when it, when it says in the Bible, the first will be last and the last will be first, I've had this word, but I've literally felt like he said, hold, on, hold it off, hold it off, hold it off. I want, I want it to be the final word. And I feel like he wants you to know that he's going to heal things in your family. He's going to fully heal that. He's going to bring reconciliation full reconciliation. I feel like you've been contending and contending and contending and crying out to God and crying out to God, crying out to God. And he's heard you. He's heard you. He hears you. Say that over her. He hears you. He hears you. He hears you. It has not fallen on deaf ears. And so as a family, just if you're close to her, just put your hands on her. As a family, we just say that you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not forgotten. And we're here for you. We're here for you. And we support you. And we support the call in your life. Yeah. And the miracle that you've asked for, God will do. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful to finish it. He's faithful. He's faithful to finish it. And so, Father, I bless her spirit to know that. And I bless her spirit to prosper. And God has been strengthening you individually, like so that you don't need it from other people. Like he's been personally strengthening you. He's been building that up in you very intentionally. It's not that people are pulling away. It's that he was building your inner, your inner spirit so that you could grow. And he's done it. He's done it. You're strong. You have a strong spirit and you're going to conquer. And so, Father, I bless I bless her in this season. I thank you for reconciliation. I thank you for miracles abounding in her family. I thank you that she's not gonna feel depleted, that she's gonna feel filled up and more than enough, and that you're gonna be giving her crazy words of knowledge. I feel like you've wanted, like Sean Bowles type words of knowledge, where it's like, you've wanted to like read people's mail and you're going to. Yeah, and even in the coming months, you're going to practice. I saw you just like writing them in your phone and then trying it at the grocery store, trying it at the mail office, trying, like, trying it everywhere you go, and God's going to bless it. So we bless you as a family. Yeah! Oh. We bless you as a family. We bless you as a family. Yeah! Oh! <laughs> yeah! Oh! Yeah, no limits. I break off all the limits from the past and I break off trauma. Yeah! Oh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay, so you came up here because you want to step into the next level. So put your arms in the air. Jesus! We give you all of us, every corner of our heart. There will be no hidden sin. There will be no uh, untapped resources. We give you everything. Make us like you. Make us for you. Let us be powerhouses on your behalf. In Jesus' name. Yeah! Whoa. Whoa. Yeah! Whoa. Whoa. And I feel like some of you guys are feeling heat. 
on your body. If you're feeling heat on your body, put your hand on your heart. Whoa. Yep. Yep. If you're feeling heat on your body, you have like an activating of a healing anointing. That's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. Yep. An increase. Yeah. <laughs> For Africa. Yes. Yeah. Oh, increase it. Yeah. Oh, increase it, God. Yep. Yep. Yep, and he's, yep, he's giving it away. He's giving it away. God, I ask that you would send angels right now to minister to your people. Yep, yep, ho, yep. And just say this with me, more revival at any cost. Yep, ho. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Yeah, so some of you may have noticed I get hit by the spirit and it just like shakes like crazy. This is new to me in the last week and a half. Um, but two times today when I got hit really hard, it was accompanied by a phrase. And so the first phrase was that um, forgiveness is the key to your destiny. And then the second one was um, youth are the key to revival. Yeah. So, Father, I just thank you. I thank you for these words that you revealed to me, Lord. I just speak them over this house and over this region that forgiveness is the key to unlock destinies, kingdom destinies, Lord. And I thank you that the youth of this house are the key to revival in this area. We thank you, Lord, for using these children this weekend and the youth this weekend, Father. And we say more. May they walk in miracles, signs, and wonders. May you increase their hearing, Lord. May you increase their words of knowledge. May you increase the prophetic gifting on their life, Father. That they're not too young. It doesn't matter how old they are, Father. Your, your word says, they that believe, Lord. So I thank you for this house. I thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you that as these people forgive, Lord, that they are going to find themselves smack in the middle of what you have created them for. Do it, Lord. Thank you, Father, more. Holy Spirit, more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah, he's touching people. Just tarry. Just tarry. Yeah, we're not in a hurry, Holy Spirit. Just let him, let him touch you. Just close your eyes. More at any cost, God. More at any cost. More at any cost. Yeah. I feel like there's someone here you don't have your prayer language yet and you really want it. Who's that? You? Okay. Yes. I'm going to just pray individually over you. Just whatever you feel. Is there anyone else that wanted the prayer language that hasn't received it yet? I feel like there's at least one or two more people that have not received their prayer language yet. Awesome. Can you come right up here? Anyone else? Anyone else? Great. Come on up. Come on over here. Yep. All of you right here. Just right here. Awesome. 
Come on, the youth, just right on the carpet down there. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep, yep. Come on, I, I, I want a few spirit-filled parents to come around here and just lay hands and begin to pray in tongues over them right now. Yeah, come on, just come on, lay hands, pray in tongues. We just give you all the praise and the glory, and I, and, and I want you just begin to give God praise. Shut your eyes, put our eyes on Jesus, and we give him praise right now. Yeah, come on. Yeah. So receive. Receive. Okay, you're not allowed to stand up here and keep your mouth shut. Begin to praise God with your mouth. Open your mouth right now. Just begin to move your lips right now. Just begin to open your mouth. Begin to open your mouth. Begin to speak right now. God, we give you praise. Say, God, we give you praise. Jesus, we love you. Just say, Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we love you. That's you, Heather. Jesus, we love you. Say, Jesus, we love you. Just begin to say it. Come on, Kara. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we love Yeah, there we go. There we go. Come on, Daniel. Jesus, we love you. Come on, praise him with your words right now. Just open your mouth. Yep, pray with what you know. Thank you, God. We just give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. More, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> it's all changing. Hallelujah. Come on, let's all raise our voices. Let's raise our voices. And I want these kids, raise your voices. Come on, just begin to cry out to God. Tell them how much you love them. Come on, just begin to tell them how much you love them. Come on, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Tell them you love them. Just tell them with what you know. Just tell them you love them. Just tell them you love them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No more counseling. We're not going to counsel. All we're going to do is just give God praise. Give God praise. Come on. Yes. Yes. Open your mouth, children. Come on. I want every kid saying, Jesus, I love you. Just say, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Just begin to say it over and over, and he's going to loose your tongue. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Come on, say it out loud. Come on, say it with some might. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Filled, 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 filled. Oh, shatarabaso. Go ahead, let her, let her down. Yep, shatarabaso. Filled. Yep, Jesus, I love you. We just declare a loosing of your tongues right now, filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus, I love you. Can I have your hand? Can I have your hand? Yeah. Yeah, everybody take your hands off of her for a moment. And we just, 
we just release the Holy Spirit. Filler God overflow right now. There it is. Oh, there he is. Yes, thank you, Lord. The phrase you're hearing in your head, say it out your mouth right now. Say it out loud. Yep, there, there we go. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Daniel, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Weird, yeah, okay. That's good. I want everybody to take your hands off them. Can I have your hand, sir? Give me your hand. You know, the Holy Spirit's about to flood your whole body. One, two, three. Yeah, you don't have to hold somebody up. They're getting an encounter. Just, just make sure they don't hit their heads. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, he's overwhelming all your fear right now because he loves you so much. Spirit, come overwhelm and fill. One, two, three. Yeah, come on. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray that you'd open his mouth right now with a fresh language in the Holy Spirit. It's all for you, bro. It's all yours. It's all yours. You get to walk in power now. 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 Power. Power. You get to walk in power, man of God. He has established you. He has set you apart as a mighty man of God. And I declare that over you right now. Yeah, yep, yep. All the lesser things are broken off your life right now. Father, I just thank you for filling this young man of God with your spirit. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just, um, I had a quick word over you. What's your name? Tiffany. Um, Tiffany, you're gifted in a lot of opposite areas. Like, you know how some people are right brain, some people are left brain? You're both. And I don't know if you fully, like, stepped into the activation of both of those, but you you really do have, like, a lot of giftings that normally would contradict each other, but you have them. And I feel like God wants you to know that he's going to activate all of your giftings and I feel like you've been wanting that and like kind of going after that. And so I just want you to put your hand on your heart and just say, get me, Lord. Yeah! <laughs> Thank you, God. Increase it, God. Increase it, God. Increase it, God, right now. Increase, 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 increase. Yeah. 
He's fine-tuning you to hear his voice and to be able to discern spirits, to know which ones are from God and which ones are not. That's what he's doing in this season. And it's going to make so many things make more sense. So I bless that in Jesus' name. I bless that in Jesus' name. Yeah, and he's healing your body too. Whoa. Yeah. Where is, is there heat in your body right now? Where? Everywhere. Yeah, he's like healing you. What is he healing you of? Wow. Okay, so you had like, say that again. Wow. Okay, I'm excited. I feel like, I feel like I'm supposed to pray because I feel he, so you guys, she's lost 253 pounds without surgery, which is, that is a miracle in and of itself. I'm going to pray for you. Do you, um, are you at your goal already? You're like close to it. So maybe like, like a little bit away. Okay. Say that again. Okay. So I'm going to ask the Lord because you've done the work. You've done the practical stuff. I'm going to ask the Lord to give you the supernatural side of it to get you to your goal. Does that sound good? Okay. So, yeah, can I get some of the kids to just lay hands on her for this? Yeah? Go for it. Go for it. You guys are kids, too. (laughs) Go for it. They're like, am I a kid? (laughs) Okay. So, Holy Spirit, yeah, you just relax and receive. Holy Spirit, you have already seen all her hard work to lose that 253 pounds, and she is so close to her goal. We just ask for supernatural. Yeah. Oh. Wait, loss on the last bit. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, God. Yeah. Oh. That fire is going to increase and increase and increase. Yeah, God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, God. You know her heart. You know she's worked so hard for that first part. We just ask for grace to just cover her on the second part. Oh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yeah. Um, the last lady that I prayed for, for that, um, she, I think she lost um, a pound a day. And it was like, it lasted for like three weeks. And so I want you to let me know. Um, just DM me. Do you have Instagram or Facebook? Okay, DM me on Facebook and let me know. I want to I hear the updates, okay? Amen. Um, is there anyone here that you've been having, um, like, very vivid God dreams and it's not made sense to you? Is that you during the day? Okay, let's get you up here, and then you can come down over here too. I just feel like we're supposed to pray specifically for that, um, there's a, a friend of mine, his name's John Redenbow, and he does like dream interpretation and stuff, and I feel like you're supposed to connect with him. So just put your hand on your chest. Yeah, so Holy Spirit, I thank you for the God dreams. Yeah! Oh. And Lord, I pray that they would increase and that he would get interpretations for them. And Lord, I pray that as he connects with John, that there would be, um, yeah, just a God connection and that he would, I feel like you have an interpretation gift yourself. And God is going to expand that. And I feel like, yeah, do you live here in Sandpoint? 
I feel like it's almost like you're gonna create like a dream interpretation hub here. So we bless that. Yeah, we bless that in Jesus' name. Let's go. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Come on. Come on, how many of you have been blessed? We're super grateful for you just being obedient to what the Lord asks you to do and saying what he tells you to say and going where he tells you to go. First of all, I want to thank Chris for preparing us for this day, because he's been doing—he's been doing this for years, getting us prepared for now, getting ready for having Elizabeth here. And you know, I'm not a, a rah-rah type of guy, pretty even keel, and yet I feel that that's been removed, so I can keep this movement going. I felt that the Holy Spirit has told me to keep this running, to keep this spirit high, to uh, incorporate other people naturally and, and do healings and miracles. And uh, This is what I've been waiting for, I believe. Um, and my holy language. When you were releasing your spirit language, it sounded Asian. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like it's because God is going to give you an open door. And I see you doing a trip. And I feel like it's like it was intentional. Like not a lot of people, their first spirit language has like an Asian influence. That's very unique. And so, yeah, I just feel like we're supposed to partner with that. So, Lord, we bless him in that endeavor. We bless him that you would clarify, like, where and when and how and what it's meant to look like. And, God, we bless. We thank you for giving that to him today. And we, we thank you for more to come in Jesus' name. And then one, one last thing. I, I wanted to have you come up with your, with your hubby. Um, Will you guys all just kind of come in a little tighter? Um, you guys really have created a place of transparency and authenticity and safety. Have, have they not? Is it, it's like a safe place where you can be yourself. And, like, and I just felt like the Lord was saying, because you've gone low, because you've, you've faced things instead of running from them, that he is going to give you a massive increase here. Massive increase here. Massive. It's going to be massive. It's going to be massive. And I just, I, I was going to give it to you privately. And then I felt like the Lord just said, no, I want this to be public. I want, I want them to know what they're dealing with. And God is going to entrust you with so much more so much more. I see um, like a building being given to you. Like I see several, like it's, it's actually really crazy. Like the Lord is going to give you unusual favor. And it's like you, all you have to do is write it down and make it plain. 
and he will literally bring the finances he will bring the buildings he will bring the he will bring it all together and and i felt like he said like that you guys have humbled yourselves repeatedly and that because you've lowered yourselves repeatedly he wants to exalt you in this region and I, I see you partnering with other churches, not just the, the ones that you've partnered with before, but the Lord is going to connect you. He's going to, he's actually going to, there's like an apostolic thing that he's doing, and he's actually going to give you connections to a lot of other churches. And you guys are going to do these movement type things for Idaho. Like when I, when I saw Revival Idaho, like, I feel like that's yours. Like that's yours. Like that's what you're going to like catalyze. Did you? <laughs> they already started the t-shirts. I love it. I love it. I literally, I feel like Revival Idaho is going to be your baby. And I saw multiple streams, multiple churches. Um, I saw even like Awakening coming out and doing like an event with you guys. And it's like, you guys were like the glue that was bringing everything together. And, and because you were the glue bringing everything together, it was like you were ushering in the unity. And it's because you guys have done the hard work and you have been willing to like, like a lot of, a lot of places, um, like I won't say names of where or anything, but, but there's places where the, the churches won't even, they won't even go to each other's events. Like there's like bad blood from years before and they just won't even, and guess what? God won't do crusades there because they have to be in unity. There has to be like a spirit of unity amongst the churches. Otherwise, God's like, no, I, I need to ride on that unity. And you guys are going to help usher in Revival Idaho with that unity. And I saw like, I saw several massive events that you guys orchestrated. And it was like, the Lord is going to build you a team. And there's even people in this room that are going to be part of that team that are going to feel the call. Like, I know I'm supposed to be part of Revival Idaho. Like, I know I'm supposed to serve that. I know I'm, yeah, 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 whoa. It's going to be like wild. Yeah, 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 whoa. It's going to, and it's going to come together so supernaturally that you're going to go, this has to be God. This has to be God because a man could not do this. A woman could not do this by themselves. Like, this has to be God. And so, Lord, we ask that you would usher in God, we, we know that the billion soul harvest is not that far away. And Lord, we ask that you would you would make, whoa, that you'd make Idaho a player in that, a massive player in that. And that you, yeah, 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 whoa. And Lord, that you would shift culture through this couple. God, that you would bring unity through this couple. God, that you would, um, that you would even, I feel like there's also a book that you guys are meant to write. And I feel like it's almost like I saw it as it was like a partnership, like you guys wrote it together. And like there's there's something that God's going to do with this book that's really going to shift culture. And so I feel like you've known you're supposed to do it, um, but it's been a little hard. Um, like it's felt like almost like there's a block or something. So just extend your hands to them. We just remove any block. Yeah. Oh, we remove yeah. oh, any block, any block, any block, any block get off in Jesus name and we release you to be as powerful as you know you're called to be yeah 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 whoa yeah nothing will hold you back yeah 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 oh yeah and and I feel like God's even um knitting you two tighter together in this season like he's knitting you two together even more so and there, there's that, and I feel like there's going to be couples that come to you guys and go, 
man, you guys have like a connection that's different. Like it's different than anything I've seen. And I even saw you guys like speaking into other couples' lives and like raising them up and going and going, hey, this is how we got there. This is what we've learned. This is what this is what God's actually teaching us right now. Yeah, and so Lord, I bless them. I bless this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yep, all of it. Yeah, all of it, God. I ask that you would anoint them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, for this season that's to come. Yo, oh, oh. anoint them for this season that's to come and build the team for them, Lord. Build the team for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, build the team for them. You're going to have a team of 50. It's going to be amazing. And he's going to do Revival Idaho. He, he's going to do Revival Idaho. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so we bless you. And I just say that thank you from the Lord's heart for doing the hard work. You guys have forgiven each other regularly, consistently. You've loved each other in the hard moments. And God wants to honor that publicly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And he's knitting you even closer. So we bless it in Jesus' name. Yeah. 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 Just hundreds, hundreds and thousands of salvations through Revival Idaho. I thank you, Lord, in advance. Yeah, I thank you in advance for teenagers and adults on their faces for you across the state. And you know what's interesting? I had all the intercessors praying that the fires would go out. And it was interesting because I was looking at the map and I was looking at all the fires, right, when, when we were praying before we got here because we also were praying that it would clear up while we were here so that you guys could go out and do stuff and not be hindered. Yeah, so you could breathe. <laughs> well, and I've experienced the fires really intensely in, in California and Redding. Um, I almost had my house burned down. It was a long story, but anyways, the, the thing was is I, when I looked at the fire map, the Lord said, what's happening in the natural is also happening in the spirit. And I was like, he's like, you can still pray that those fires go out. <laughs> so he's like, don't stress about that. You're fine. Pray, pray that away. But he said, the fires in the spirit are covering the map as well. And that they're, they're being unleashed, unleashed. There's people all over the state being called right now that feel it that feel like God, like moving and ushering in a movement. You know, not every state you go to, you feel this. This is not like, oh, like, I'm in a state, I'm just going to say, no, this is like specific to Idaho. And you guys are going to be a part of it. And do not despise the day of small beginnings. Because it is going to be massive. It's going to be, it's going to snowball. So whether he starts, you know, with five people and, and then escalates it to 500, you just, you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. You keep being obedient to those, those specific things. And you come to them and you armor, you go, hey, I'm your armor bearer. Yeah. I'm your armor bearer. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm here to support you. And I even feel like, yeah, just speak that over them. We are your armor bearers. You are not doing this alone. And I feel like there's something about like the armor bearer mentality that goes, I'm going to run hard after this. 
that, that they need that in this season. They need you to run with them for this. And no one gets to walk. <laughs> Everyone's running. But you're going to have the grace to run fully. So we seal that in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys. Love you guys. Do you have something? Um, it's actually, I don't understand if it's a vision or not, but it was from a dream I had. Um, a few weeks ago, I had this dream where there was five angels surrounding a church. Don't know which one, just a random church. Um, but then after that, after the angels went above the church, the church started yelling with joy, like people inside of it were yelling with joy. That is powerful. I swear every time she shares, it gets even more powerful. Jesus, we thank you for that vision of the angels surrounding the church. And Lord, we, we take that as a prophetic word over the church of Idaho. And I say the church of Idaho because I mean the whole body of Idaho. Yeah, it's not just this church. It's, it's massive. So, Lord, we bless that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Harvest Valley Worship Center is called to be a refuge for healing and a launch pad for transformation. If this message impacted you today, please let us know in a comment, or you can email us at media at hvwc.com. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to connecting with you.